perfect? Bang on my chest if you think I'm perfect. Go ahead, bang on it. No heart? You gotta have heart. Miles and miles of heart. This is Patchwork Heart Ministries' Young Catholics Respond, brought to you by Breadbox Media. Now, here's your host, Bill Snyder. Thanks, Adam, and welcome to the program, everybody. I am Bill Snyder, and this is Young Catholics Respond. So thank you so much for being a part of our ministry and our program today. We're just so blessed to have you join us. And uh, before I jump into our guest today, I want to remind you that you can head over to our website to find out more about our ministry. It's very simple, patchworkheart.org. You're going to find wonderful content on there, Uh, growing content as well. We really encourage you to become a patron of our Patreon. We've got a brand new series called Discover Your Mission, where it's a new parish mission style personalized mission each and every month, $25 a month. That's all it costs. You're going to get great uh, content from amazing speakers, amazing uh, authors, and and grow in your faith um, and, and deepen your faith, especially as we're still uh, feeling the continual effects of this coronavirus pandemic uh, that we're going through. So please uh, check it out and and take a look at what we have going on there. Again, it's very easy. All you have to do is head over to patchworkheart.org to find about, out about that and all of our other ministry efforts. Um, but today, I am blessed to be joined by uh, a very good friend, Tony Agnesi. Uh, Tony is an inspirational speaker, a best-selling author, a broadcaster, and award-winning blogger. Uh, he has uh, many books out. Uh, his book, A Storyteller's Guide to a Grace-Filled Life, Tony uh, shares a new collection of stories that celebrate turning life's misery into ministry. Tony's award-winning blog has been named one of uh, one of the top 100 Catholic blogs, and he was a finalist in the 15th Annual International Weblog Awards. He's a frequent guest on Catholic Radio, including Young Catholics Respond Here, and he's a member of the Catholic Writers Guild as a frequent contributor to Christian publications. Tony and his wife Diane, of 46 years, live in Wadsworth, Ohio. They have two adult sons, a beautiful daughter-in-law, and two grandsons, Nico and Luca. Uh, They are the love of their lives. Tony, welcome to the program, and thank you so much for being here once again on Young Catholics Respond. Bill, it's my pleasure. It's always fun being with you, and I really enjoy uh, being on the program, and I thank you for inviting me back. One quick update on my bio. I now have two wonderful daughter-in-laws. As my uh, my son down in Florida married lovely Teresa from Panama, and uh, <laughs> and so now I have uh, two gra- uh, two uh, daughter-in-laws and my two grandsons down in Nashville, Nico and Luca. So it's uh, uh, I'm enjoying grandfatherhood, Bill. Yes, I'm I'm sure there's uh, more grandfatherhood on its way too. I'm sure of that. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Sure. Yeah, uh, wonderful stuff. So. Tony, it's been uh, it's been a little while since we talked. I think we talked uh, right before the pandemic hit. Uh, you know, back in uh, early early Lent, it was like Ash Wednesday. Uh, so it was like right before the pandemic. But how are things going now that uh, now that we're in the throes of this? Boy, we you know life has changed for all of us, Bill. As you know, we're uh, <clears throat> you know we're sitting here you know a number of weeks into this. I'm working from my home office. Uh, I haven't been to my real office since uh, February 28th. So uh, we we went down to Florida. I think that's where I was when we did our last interview and then uh, came back quarantined for 14 days. And I've just been here working out of my 
my home office. And a lot of people are having a difficult time with this. You know, a lot of people are having a difficult time being kind of cooped up in their home, uh, having to wear masks and following the news so closely that it's kind of scary when you when you think about states like Florida and Tennessee and, and Texas and Arizona and so forth that uh, have gone backwards, you know, and are, and are seeing increases. And so, uh, you know, a lot of people um, are, are finding this to be a difficult time and it's and they're afraid, you know, uh, the Bible uses fear not and be not afraid 365 times, almost once a day, you know, it uses that, that theme. And, um, you know, what, what it does is it, it paralyzes us, you know, sometimes we're, um, we're too uh, paralyzed to do the things that we think we need to do. So I, I've been doing a few things while I've been on, uh, on, uh, uh my quarantine and so forth. Uh, one of which is, um, you know, I've been, uh, getting in contact with people I haven't talked to in a long time. Yeah. I mean, just making phone calls. I think the first two or three weeks that, uh, of the pandemic, I was calling eight or 10 people a day, <laughs> old friends from high school buddies that I went to college with and so forth. And, you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience, Bill. A lot of people uh, say, wow, I was just thinking about you, you know, let's talk. And so, uh, I, I came up with this thing called five and five, five people I want to talk to today. Who are the five people that I want to talk to today? You know, I have a group of guys uh, that we um, that I hang out with. We are called Fools for Christ, uh, which comes from First Corinthians 410. And in uh, this group of guys really are fools for Christ. And we uh, go to daily mass together and then go out to breakfast a couple of times a week. Well, we weren't able to do that. Mm -hmm. So we use Zoom and had our our breakfast Zoom meeting. You know, everybody had their cup of coffee and, and we talked and it was wonderful. I had a Zoom with the members of the Catholic Writers Guild. We had a bunch of writers on and we talked about the fact that yeah. that a lot of our talks had been canceled. All of my um, uh, talks that were scheduled uh, through Lent and Easter and even following Easter were canceled. And so, you, you know, you have no talks to do and, you know, you're uh, trying to sell books and oftentimes very difficult uh, uh, getting any kind of traction uh, with book sales. Um, so what are five things that uh, five people I want to talk to today and also five things I want to do today? What do I want to do today? And, you know, sometimes it's as simple as taking a walk. Isn't it interesting? You can just take a walk and maybe pray a rosary as you're walking. And what I found is what are if I always ask, what are five things that you're grateful for today? And um, I think we've talked once before, Bill, about my Thanksgiving rosary idea. But yeah. what I do is I pray the rosary and on every bead, I thank God for something. So before I begin the Hail Mary, I thank God for something. And that's over 50 beads, right? And people say, do you have that many things to thank God for? And I go, gosh, yes. I mean, it's so easy to find <laughs> things to be thankful for. So what happens is it's a gratitude rosary and it's a walk and it kind of keeps you going. And these are the things. What am I going to do today? What, what kinds of things am I going to do today? Am I going to try to add to my prayer life? You know, for a long time, we were watching Mass on um, on video on on youtube or whatever from various uh, parishes and yeah. so forth and they've opened up churches and now in some states california just closed down the churches again uh, in the last 48 hours so you know we're looking at, at those kind of things so 
five things to do, five people to talk to, five things that I'm grateful for. And then the final one is, what are five things that have changed about my spiritual life during this pandemic? What, what positive things have come from this? You know, uh, this is a great time to cherish your family time together. You know, I was in Nashville a few weeks ago with my grandkids. What a great time for mom and dad to spend with the kids, a time you'd never have. You know, uh, normally uh, speaking, you get home from work at 5, 5, 36 o'clock, and you have just a short amount of time before uh, dinner and getting the kids ready for bed and up and off to school the next day. So take advantage of that situation and cherish that time together. So that's some of the things that I've been uh, doing during the course of the uh, of the lockdown time and the pandemic and, and these times that are so different than what we would consider our normal circumstances. Yeah, you have been doing a lot, Tony. That's that's quite a lot. You know, I I was uh, reflecting and and uh, and listening to you talk, and and I really like the number five. I like those. You know, you know, pick five things that you can do today. Um, you know, it, it, it's very reminiscent of uh, the Jimmy V speech almost at at times, mm-hmm. um, where you know, it's okay, true. right, laugh cry, think every day. You know, it, it's one of those things that if you can, if, if you can do five things, if you can do the gratitude rosary, that's another really great way to pray the rosary, a gratitude rosary, a Thanksgiving rosary. What are those things in your life that you are reflecting upon, uh, that you are thankful for God? And you know what, right now, it, it, it could be some strange things. Like, I'm just thankful that I've got a roof over my head, that I have a job. Um, you, there, are, there are plenty of things you can be thankful for. I think, I think maybe one thing that we could touch on there a little bit further is the power of thanksgiving, because thanksgiving enables us to grow closer to God, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I always say if you're not grateful for what you have— what makes you think you'll be grateful for what you want, right? <laughs> we have to be grateful for what we have. You know, this idea that we're all in this together uh, is a little bit of a misnomer. You know, when people say we're all in the same boat. Well, we're really not, Bill. There are people who have lost their jobs. Um, there are people who uh, have, have, have lost their homes. There are businesses that have gone out of business. There are small business owners, small little restaurants and shops and things that are having a very, very difficult time. Uh, you know, uh, being in close to the entertainment business, a lot of musicians who would be out all summer uh, playing concerts and making uh, their living in that maybe 12 weeks of the summer, they're all home. There's no income and so forth. So we're not all in the same boat. And, you know, I'm grateful that I'm still working, that I still have a roof over my head, that uh, I have been uh, free of any any c- contracting uh, COVID in any way and so forth. And just just being grateful for all that I have and all that God has blessed me with. And I think it's really important that we have that attitude of, of gratefulness. And, and uh, by doing that, I think we we can get over all of the, the these uh, negative problems and the depression and so forth. You know, the uh, Barna Corporation. Uh, I'm going to hold this up here. Uh, uh, five uh, five essentials for engaging men today. When you read this report, this research, Bill, a lot of guys are hurting. A lot of guys are suffering. A lot of guys are depressed and so forth. And I think you overcome these things by being in the moment and being thankful to God for what we have, for the gifts that we do have. 
Yeah, a- a- absolutely, absolutely. And you know what, uh, Tony, we have to take that short break right now, but when we come back, what I'm going to do is we're going to uh, continue our conversation. I definitely want to talk more about men. I think that's something that we really have to focus in on at times uh, and men's spirituality and how uh, and how do we as men overcome that depression? How do we overcome that uh, struggle in life? Because there, there's a lot of it going on right now. And uh, we are definitely feeling the pre- pressure as men to provide for our families, to provide for our wives, to help uh, our, our families, even spiritually through uh, this crisis that really we've never experienced before. So we're going to uh, talk, continue our conversation with Tony Agnesi on the other side of this break. I'm Bill Snyder. Don't go anywhere. At times, it seems like the world today is filled with so much division, bigotry and hatred. So it's up to us to make sure that we get back to the basics, and that is Jesus Christ and his message of faith, hope, and love. Faith, Hope, Love with John and Morgan Bender is a new project that seeks to do just that by engaging and inspiring Catholics within the Archdiocese of Milwaukee and beyond. Read personal faith stories, interviews, and news all by visiting the Faith, Hope, and Love blog.blogspot.com or follow us on Twitter at Johnny Bender MKE. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present Hear Your Faith, a brand new audio subscription service that features a growing collection of uplifting Catholic audio choruses talks, and other exclusive content to help you grow deeper in your faith and knowledge of Catholicism. Subscribe today at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry. Patchwork Heart Ministry is committed to sowing hope into broken hearts by helping young people encounter the love of Jesus Christ and His Catholic Church through prayer, storytelling, and media initiatives we invite you to prayerfully consider supporting this mission financially. Mail your tax-deductible donation to Patchwork Heart Ministry at P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, zip code 53147, or visit patchworkheart.org to donate online. That's Patchwork Heart Ministry, P.O. Box 563, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, 53147, or online at patchworkheart.org. Your heart is always beating, but you never have to think about it. Welcome back to Young Catholics Respond. Once again, Bill Snyder. Hey everybody, welcome back here to Young Catholics Respond. I'm Bill Snyder, and thanks so much for tuning in today. Uh, My guest today is Tony Agnese. He's no stranger to Young Catholics Respond. Um, He is a Hall of Fame broadcaster, best-selling author, and award-winning blogger. Um, and uh, he's been with us many times before, but uh, we were just catching up and talking a little bit about uh, what he's been doing during the coronavirus and, and, and really ta- you know, sharing with you how to pick those five things to do every day, those five things uh, to say thank you for every day, um, and, and really uh, embrace the time that you have with your family uh, during this coronavirus pandemic. But Tony, right before the break, you, were, you mentioned um, about men. We were talking about men and um, that many guys are out there depressed right now. They're feeling the weight of the world, uh, trying to provide families and trying to overcome this pandemic uh, in many different ways. And so um, how do men, what, what is the importance of um, 
men and and serving men and helping men through uh, these difficult times grow closer in their faith? Well, you know, that's a great question, Bill, and it's something that uh, I have been thinking about and 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 uh, working on over, over the last few months, you know, a lot of guys, you know, you have a bunch of buddies in college, you know, and one by one, your buddies all get married off and move to other parts of the country and so forth. And many guys have no real friends. Now it's sad to say that, but their only friend is their wife and, and, you know, they have acquaintances, but not the kind of friends they had back in the day, you know, when they were single or going to college and whatever. And, and so for many men, it's a very lonely existence. And and we get pressurized that we have to be a certain type of guy. You know, you can't have emotions. You can't cry. Spirituality is something we don't discuss. And what happens, too, is I think the breakdown of the family and especially fatherhood have really caused many of the problems that we see. A lot of the problems that we see today can go right back to that fact. There are 24 million kids in America today who have grown up in a family with no father figure, with no male figure, with no man leading the way. As a matter of fact, in the African-American community in 1960, 80% of African-American families had a father in the household. And without, without being too generalistic about it, most of those men had deep spiritual beliefs. They were religious people. Uh, Southern Baptists, AMEs, yeah. and so forth. And so um, what has happened is today that's reversed. Only 20% of black households have a male figure in it. 80% have none. In another generation, Bill, 50% of all the kids growing up in America will grow up in a home without a dad or without a father figure. That's the crisis that we're mm. dealing with. And here's some of the problems. Kids that grow up in a fatherless household are more likely to be poor. They're more likely to be incarcerated. They're more likely to be involved with drugs and alcohol. They're more likely to be involved in a teen pregnancy. They're more likely to have problems in school. And so fatherhood and family might be the biggest factor in dealing with some of the social issues that are, are facing us today. And so it's really important that men begin to step up and and take the, the, the role that they that they rightfully have within their families. And a lot of that starts out with a uh, with a role um, uh, of the spiritual leader of that family, that Barna study that I mentioned. They compare Christian men with non-Christian men, and you'd be surprised the levels of depression of non-Christian men versus Christian men are almost double, Bill, because they have nothing to go to grasp, nothing mm -hmm. to fall back on, nothing in their lives that that they can that they can hold up. And so, uh, for us as Christian men, for Catholic men, we need to find these guys, and we need to, um, you know, we need to work with them. We need to help them and mentor them. Um, I think I mentioned uh, it back in uh, in uh, March when we talked that the, our local pregnancy center has a group called Steadfast Fathers. And it's a group for men that have gotten out of prison or out of drug rehab, who've lost their families, have no relationships with their kids, many of which had no father figure themselves. And they come together voluntarily and take classes in fatherhood. And it's amazing how these men are touched by faith 
and come away from these classes with a renewed faith and a renewed vigor to want to be that father that uh, that helps their child. The most important role a man will play in his life is how he fathers uh, his family and having that person there. In jail ministry, we always talk about uh, manning up, you know, about understanding that there's a responsibility that comes with fatherhood. Our, our, our schools need to teach parenting. Our community centers and, you know, regional basketball courts need to get, we need to get in there and talk to these guys where they are. And I think, um, you know, that's where I'm, I'm writing uh, some material for uh, a couple of missions I'm going to be doing here in Advent if we're, if we're ever back uh, uh, doing them or without second waves and all those things. But uh, I'm really, really zeroing in on this idea that men really need to rediscover their faith. You know, uh, mom and the kids go off to church while dad gets an extra couple hours sleep is not the way to lead your family. No. Um, and, and Tony, I think uh, so much of what you said in there, you know, it is, is a challenge for guys. It, it really is a challenge for guys because of the fact that we don't see the leadership in the, in, in our own families, or maybe the guys in, in, in their families didn't have the leadership, you know? So, so now, um, it's about trying to figure out how do we get the leadership back in our church? And it's about manning up. It's about manning up, as as you said, and so taking taking the reins uh, and and leading your family uh, in in all ways, and the most important way, as you mentioned, is the faith. The most important way is the faith, and uh, you know maybe, maybe here's the thing: maybe you don't have it all figured out with you and your relationship with with God and the Catholic Church. Maybe you don't have it all figured out. Maybe you aren't going to, to Mass every Sunday, and you're listening to this right now, and you're saying, okay, well, how do, I, how do I do that? Well, guess what? You start going to church, and you start dragging your kids and your wife with you if they're not going already. You know, um, I, I used to tell it to teenagers all the time. I said, if your parents aren't going to church, drag them to church. You know, I'm pretty sure if you walk in their bedroom at 9 a.m. in the morning on a Sunday, and you say, hey, mom and dad, can we go to church this Sunday? Their jaws will drop, and they'll get in the car and go, you know? So so it's the same thing with fathers, and it's a great thing that you are, you know, promoting that and saying that and talking about um, the, the ways and, and, and really, really, zeroing, really zeroing in on the ways uh, for, for, for guys to grow in their faith and, and, and help them heal from some of the past uh, issues they've had in their sins and, and, and grow in their relationships. So what a powerful testament uh, to, to everything that you're doing, Tony, especially during this pandemic, because it can be scary, especially for guys. I think there's a lot of, um, I don't want to say it, there's a lot of uh, pressure on men right now too, right, to provide for their families. I mean, Absolutely. some Absolutely. have lost jobs and stuff. So. Um, it's it's important. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Bill. That the pressure on men is great, and and this is what's causing you know the depression and and anxiety that a lot of guys have that have lost jobs and are trying to support their family and so forth. And and fatherhood uh, factors into that as well. You know, I always say that great fatherhood begins with a relationship with the child's mother. Your relationship with your spouse is so important because the way dad treats mom is the blueprint for how our sons are going to treat their wives. And it's going to be what our daughters look to for a husband for themselves, you know? And the only way we do that is to have a great relationship with, mm. with their mother. And part of that relationship is taking responsibility 
and manning up and being part of that, not l allowing your wife to run everything while you, uh, you know, go play poker on a, on a Tuesday night or sit and play video games or, or watch football games. We need to spend time with our kids, you know, and we need to nurture and guide them and we need to protect and provide for them. Um, but we need to be uh, uh, close to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We need to get with other guys. You know, my little Fools for Christ group that I talked about, you know, if you can get with a bunch of guys, even once a week, you know, uh, uh, for breakfast, for lunch, uh, for over a, over a cocktail, it doesn't matter. And keep each other accountable accountability you know bill how's your week going what's going wrong what can i do to help and vice versa tony what's going on with you is there anything i can help with this idea that men need other men friends male friends to hold them accountable to these things and uh, you know women tend to have lots of friends i mean i think they're more social animals than than men are and and we need to we need to develop those friendships and they have to be friendships of like-minded people, right? I'm, I'm not going to go out with my a bunch of my atheist buddies and get anything out of that. I've got to surround myself with people who think as I do and uh, and believe as I do. And then we need to be able to hold each other accountable, you know, that, that we can go and know that I've got guys who I trust and love that uh, will hold me accountable if I get off track. Yeah, that's that. That's so important too. You know, uh, who you surround yourself with is is very very important, um, and it makes all the difference. Believe me, it makes all the difference. So yeah, especially, my dad used to say, "Who you hang out with is what you become." Right? It's so true. You're the you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and uh, yeah, boy, if you're spending time with the wrong five people, then uh, then you know your average isn't going to be very well, uh, very good. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Tony, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for all your time and your wisdom. I mean, there's so much wisdom and, and so much time uh, that you uh, spent with us today uh, to to uh, share these things. But I also want to make sure that uh, we have a little bit of time to talk about uh, your ministry and the many different things that you're uh, continuing to offer people during this pandemic. So uh, go ahead and just share with us uh, how people can connect with you and, and what the different things you are uh, doing that they can connect with. Well, you can go to my website, TonyAgnesi.com, and on there you're going to see all the video and all of the podcast material that I do. Over 350 uh, uh, evergreen blogs are up there and so forth. But I have three books that I that I have written and uh, that are for sale, and I'll, I'll just hold them up here. The first is A Storyteller's Guide to a Grace-Filled Life. The second one is A Storyteller's Guide to Joyful Service, Turning Your Misery into Ministry. And then Volume 2 of the first book, Storyteller's Guide, Volume 2. On uh, Amazon, these books are $12.99, and the third one's $10.99. But if you go on my website, you can get all three of them for $30, but I've got a special for you today. If you use the coupon code PATCHWORK, just put in the coupon code PATCHWORK, It'll take another $10 off, and literally you'll get all three books for $20, and I'll add free shipping to that. So you go to TonyAgnesi.com, you go into my store, you look at the bundle of all three books, you put that in the cart, use Patchwork as the promo code or the coupon code, and you can get all three books for $20. Great summer reading. They're short stories, easy to digest, that you can read them one at a time or or several or read the whole book at one shot. I've got a lot of guys say it's a great bathroom book. They can read one every trip, and uh, and, and over the course of a few weeks, you've, uh, you've read the book. So that's what we've got going on. I'm working on a book called Tony Let Me 
share my miracles, which are other people's miracle stories that they come up to me after my talks and share with me. Some of them are absolutely wonderful. I can't wait to get them all gathered together uh, in one volume. And then I'm working on some talks for the fall. If your church or uh, your uh, men's ministry or whatever is looking for speakers, uh, uh, I am uh, putting together two new talks for Advent through Christmas and, and the new year. And so that that's awesome. kind of keeping me busy while I'm, I'm, I'm uh, stuck here at home. Yeah, absolutely, Tony. Uh, I, as I know, you're always a busy guy, uh, always a faith-filled man, and a great storyteller. So folks, seriously check out those books. Um, they, they've got some incredible humor. Um, I, I own them. They're just great. Uh, so, so please uh, check out Tony's website for all the information, TonyAgnesi.com. Uh, it's very simple. And then you head over to that store link on the website. You'll be able to purchase the bundle. And don't forget to use the code Patchwork, P-A-T-C-H-W-O-R-K, and uh, you'll get $10 off the order. So, Tony, thank you for your generosity, and thank you for your time. Um, It's always a pleasure to talk with you, and can't wait to have you back on. Bill, it's always my pleasure being with you. Young Catholics need to respond, and you're leading the way in that ministry with Patchwork Heart, and uh, I'm so proud of you, and and, uh, God bless you, and God bless your ministry moving forward. Likewise, Tony. This has been an episode of Young Catholics Respond. Until next time, from all of us here at Patchwork Heart Ministry, I'm Bill Snyder. Keep beating to your Catholic heart. You've been listening to Young Catholics Respond, a radio initiative of Patchwork Heart Ministry. To learn more about our ministry and program, visit us at patchworkheart.org. Or to get exclusive access and early ministry updates, become our patron on Patreon by searching for Patchwork Heart Ministry.